Welcome to Consistency Breeds Growth Radio. I am your host, Justin Romare. Our incredible guest and myself talk about the cutting edge science and consistency necessary to reach your weight loss, wellness, and performance goals. If you want more information about working with us one-on-one or in a gym setting, head over to consistencybreedsgrowth.com or email us at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com. We will also put links in the show notes. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, team? It's Justin back with another episode of CBG Radio. So, first thing I want to mention here, you need to be on our group Facebook page. We run free monthly nutrition challenges. There are many challenges, and they're all around building better habits, right? So, they're it's sort of low-hanging fruit for you guys to reach some of your goals. All of them are conducive to uh, to everything in life, health, uh, wellness, performance, weight loss, muscle gain. All of these things can be achieved uh, through just small, small habits and steps that you can build. And you can do that starting with our Facebook page, right? So we want free challenges in there. We give a multitude of information. Uh, if you want to join in on our next challenge, right? Head over to www.facebook.com slash groups slash CBG Nutrition Tribe. All right, get on that. Uh, we'll see you there. Our topic today is all around neutrogenomics. Okay, and neutrogenomics is basically uh, the science around base, our, our DNA and how it affects our eating. So, how can we make informed decisions from our DNA on how to eat? Okay. Uh, and this field is emerging. There's more and more information coming out every day from top level scientists. And now nutrition coaches uh, like us at Consistency Breeds Growth are getting your DNA information. And then we're able to customize and make, you know, person more personalized plans for you, right? So I'll pose a question. Identical twins originate from the same DNA, right? But how is it that these identical twins have very different traits, right? They have the same genetic components, but very different traits, which is why one twin might get heart disease at 55, while the other runs marathons in perfect health, okay? Now, nature versus nurture has a lot to do with this, but a more deeper rooted answer is found in our epigenetics, which is the study of how our DNA interacts with smaller molecules found in the environment, right? So to start off, I'll just give a brief sort of overview and then I'll go into some other, um, you know, sort of a better understanding of how, you know, just to give you guys just an understanding of how this can impact, what you eat can impact your overall health. And based on your current DNA that was passed down from ancestors, we can get better information about how you should be eating, right? On a long-term basis. So DNA is genetic material, and it carries the instructions for our body's structure and function. And DNA is typically made up of four building blocks, which are commonly denoted as uh, A, T, C, and G. So these are nucleotide base pairs, and basically uh, the different combination of, uh, of this DNA makes up a variety of different genes, right? These letters are called genes, and those genes provide instructions for making proteins, Okay, so how does that work, right? Genes and DNA are expressed when they're read and transcribed into RNA, right, which is single-stranded DNA. And then that's translated into proteins with 
you know, by structures called ribosomes. And then the proteins determine the cell's characteristics, the epigenetic changes, which can boost or interfere with the transcription of specific genes, right? So the most common way interference happens is that DNA or the proteins wrap, get basically get wrapped around, get, they get labeled or wrapped around small chemical tags, right? So chemicals from our environment or whatever it is that we're interacting with create small chemical tags. Uh, they attach to the genome, and now this becomes our epigenome, okay? So instructions for making proteins can vary from person to person, and that depends on the variants within your genes, right? But basically, different variants of these genes can lead to differences in everything from eye color. So these are the genes we express and that you guys see. We can find out how different genetic variants, based on one, the genes you were born with, plus the genes that you've uncovered and unlocked throughout your body, whether good or bad, epigenetically, can influence how your body processes different foods and what foods work best for your body, okay? I mean, this is at a molecular level that we're talking about here, right? So a variety of different genes are analyzed based on single variants. It's called single nucleotide polymorphisms, okay? And these genes that they're located on are associated with a genotype and a specific prevalence, and that's basically how you get these unique sets of things, and that prevalence percentage is what tells you, okay, you have this prevalent percentage, and therefore you are at a higher risk for developing type 2 diabetes, for example, or at a low risk for developing type 2 diabetes. This is how you manage these things, right? So macro micronutrient breakdowns and analysis can help guide you through what food choices that you should make, okay? So how does this affect the big epidemic in the United States, obesity, and then weight loss and impact on behavior change, right? All these things are what people want to know about. So when it comes to genes and obesity, there are several factors that cause obesity. I mean, the main factor is the fact that you're at a caloric surplus for too long and you're basically putting on body fat. There are behavioral changes associated with that, things that are in the environment that can also affect this stress level, sleep, all these things affect how and why someone becomes eventually obese, right? But two specific genes associated with this, right, are the FTO gene and the MC4R gene. These are the two genes that are uncovered that if people have, based on the single nucleotide polymorphism prevalences, that they're likely at more risk for being obese. Now, this is not like a podcast to be like, oh, yeah, like find out if you're more at risk so that you can use this as an excuse. No, look, it is what it is, right? Like your ancestors at some point down the road or you decided that you were going to eat foods that triggered epigenetic chemical tags on your current DNA that put you at a higher risk for obesity. Does that mean it can't change? Absolutely not. Like I said, epigenetics are sticky, but they're not permanent and things can be changed by making smart choices with your nutrition, okay? One of the genes, the FTO gene that I mentioned that puts people at higher risk, it basically codes for fat mass and obesity-associated protein, right? And what's also super interesting is that this is not just about the energy in, energy out mechanism, it's also about behaviors to cause those people to potentially overeat and overindulge on, you know, specific meals throughout the day. Your body is like... You can do experiments on it on your own. You can figure out what foods are best for you, right? And if you have the DNA data by your side, it makes things a lot easier. So 
the big thing too, when it comes to weight loss is that now we can start to understand genetics and obesity a step further by considering how the diet interacts with obesity genes, right? Does it turn it on more? Does it turn it off when we eat more kale? Does it turn it on when we eat more Snickers bars, right? And Nutrogenomics basically shows us that certain diet modifications can help improve weight loss in those that have genetic risk alleles for obesity, right? So we can start to change the dynamic, okay? Not only for you, but for your offspring, right? The two most unathletic people in the world coming from a history of unathleticism are not giving birth to Michael Jordan. And I'm telling you right now that it starts with you. If you're, if you're obese or overweight, Okay, so it's it's not all, you know, a matter of you're on the wrong diet. It could be behavioral things that you need. And psychologists, especially in food behavior and nutrition coaches are popping up everywhere to help people not only understand the education around food, which is primarily what we do at CBG, but also how your thoughts around food and your mentality and mindset around food are also affecting you to not get the results that you want. So... All right, guys, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed talking to myself this entire podcast. I hope this was enough enough science for you. We're going to be back uh, next week with another episode, but make sure you join that Facebook page. I'll put the link in the show notes. And also, if you want to listen to the full podcast, it's going to be coming out on Thursday this week. Every Monday, we have our micro podcast, 10 minutes. Every Thursday, we have our full podcast episode. So, If you have any questions, you know where to find us. Email us at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmo.com or head over to our website at consistencybreedsgrowth.com and we will chat with you next time. Peace.